and welcome into another episode of Houdat Nation Live here on 24-7 Sports. As always, happy Friday Eve. I am your host, Brandon Long, your fearless leader. Uh, come on in, come on in. We've got plenty to discuss as always. As you know, free agency is gearing up around the league. And yesterday, if it was a preview of what's to come, it should be a fun one, folks. As much as we love to see big, move, uh, big moves around the league, uh, we're going to get into some potential moves that the New Orleans Saints could make. Starting out with the big news coming out of Philadelphia and Seattle yesterday, Michael Bennett in a trade that doesn't really surprise us here uh, at the studio. We, it doesn't affect the New Orleans Saints, but it is a big name out there. Um, but the name that you want to keep an eye out on in Seattle that does have that New Orleans connection you all know is Jimmy Graham. John Morgan, do you think Jimmy Graham will be back? And that's what we're getting into right now. So come on in, folks. Let us know where you're coming from. If you're in the 504, let us know. I don't care if you're already on the West Coast. Who That Nation Live is large. Let us all know. So first topic we want to hit is Drew Brees' update. Do we have a contract for him for next year? No. But again, nothing's changed at this point. We know, what the, we know what the timeline is being March 14th. That's coming up. That's next week. So it's actually a week away from today, officially, when the NFL uh, begins their new fiscal year. Uh, you're going to see a lot of shaking and moving from here on out. Uh, if they don't sign him by the 18th, the New Orleans Saints owe him $18 million. So uh, six days to get this deal done. We know it's going to get done uh, as far as what he's worth. We've seen numbers anywhere from $20 million all the way up to $27 million. He may be waiting on Kirk Cousins and use that as a measuring stick. But uh, we know the, the, the one truth that we know out of this, uh, Drew Brees will be back in the black and gold. And yes, Joshua Hunt, you are correct. We need him. I'm sorry, that's main, main. We need Drew Brees. We will have Drew Brees. No worries there. But the big name, the reason you're here today to talk about, that's Jimmy Graham. Again, coming up in trade rumors to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the departure a few years back was a little dicey, but you know what? I think this organization would welcome him back with open arms and actually could potentially be at a lesser cost than what Kobe Fleener's uh, currently costing the team. Kobe Fleener set to earn $8 million last year based on his 2017 performance of 22 catches before the season-ending concussion does not match up. Bringing Jimmy Graham back in, potentially you're looking at anywhere from six to eight million. I've seen estimates as far as low as six point seven. So you're actually getting a guy that has chemistry with Drew Brees, understands Sean Payton's offense, and of course the city loves Jimmy Graham. So I am all in on this move for the Saints to bring him back. And we'll get into the as far as the NFL draft, what that means as far as the first round goes. Doesn't mean we won't take a tight end in that. But the main focus right now would be what we could get Jimmy Graham for. He's going to garner a big payday. Now, would he be willing to come back to New Orleans? Would he be willing to take a bit of a pay cut in order to make a run for Super Bowl 53? I think it's a win-win for every party. Would love to hear your thoughts. Should we bring Jimmy Graham back? Let us know in the comments, and we'll get to some of those shortly. Now, Another name that's popped up, and I'm going to burst some bubbles here, and I, I, I do apologize, but Jarvis Landry coming to New Orleans. 
unfortunately does not look like it's going to happen. Uh, the reason we have Allen Robinson up there, I, I point him out for big reason. It's going to be cheaper than Jarvis Landry. And actually, I think he's a true number two receiver in the NFL. Jarvis Landry was more your number three guy. Uh, he's going to play a, a lot in the slot where I think Allen Robinson has the ability to come off an ACL injury this year. They could sign him to a prove-it deal, sort of what they've done with Alex Okafor on defense, and see what the kid has. Now, what that does, that opens up potential cap casualties. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. is the first one that comes to mind, a 32-year-old uh, set to earn a decent paycheck next year. You'd have to make some moves there. But Allen Robinson, you get younger. And, by the way, you give Drew Brees another weapon. Makes it a scary offense with Boom and Zoom, Michael Thomas, and... Jimmy Graham does sound great at that tight end role. Uh, moving along, as far as, so Carlos says, bring him back. Coming from the 318 in, in Denali, Louisiana. Anybody from the 504 in here today? That's what we like to see right down in New Orleans. Uh, as far as Allen Robinson goes, if you want to, we, we ran a video earlier this week is what his market value could potentially be in the 8 to 10, in the 8 to 10 million range whereas Jarvis Landry is going to be more in the 14 to $16 million. So you can see the value there. Uh, you get a younger receiver than Ted Ginn. I love Ted Ginn, believe me. I, I, I'm a huge fan of him, especially what he did to his old team, the Carolina Panthers. It was magnificent. I love seeing what he did. Uh, but Allen Robinson gives you some long-term uh, continuity in, 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 in this young receiving core. You know, you've got Michael Thomas. He'll be coming in on his third year next year. Uh would love that move. So if you haven't already, go sign up for that newsletter. Uh, we'll, we'll send that out a couple of times a week. You're going to get all up-to-the-date news on the New Orleans Saints and NFL free, agent, free agency, especially next week. It's going to be crazy in here, and you don't want to miss anything whatsoever. So, again, go over to our Facebook page, like it if you haven't already, and sign up for that newsletter. Uh, so moving along here, what we have coming up and this is what we want to spend some time on today uh we want to spend time on the future here let's be honest we've got about three years with drew Brees, uh three-year window to win a super bowl i see this team like an older sports car it still has some miles on it it's still fast you know it just needs a little fine tuning you know maybe you change out the spark plugs you know the oil filter rotate the tires you know top it off with some high octane gas and uh, we'll see where we can go with that. So when it comes to free agency here, I don't know if you're going to see any big moves. You know, I see Jordan right here asking about Sherman. I don't see Sherman coming to the New Orleans Saints. But the moves that you've already seen, like Kurt Coleman, that they the team signed last year uh, last week, uh, he's a depth guy. You know, Von Bell and Marcus Williams are your projected starters for next year. So what you'll see in free agency from the Saints minus tight end perhaps with Jimmy Grant, you're going to see depth. And then once we get to the draft, you're going to see depth. TJ Vincent, big fan of Allen Robinson, I see there. So finding that depth in the NFL draft is going to be key here. Again, we're fine-tuning a sports car here, guys. So we're going to go through some mock drafts. And this is the part of the show where I want to see what you think about these potential draft picks. Let us have it again a lot of these are coming from multiple mock drafts. This is going to cut. We'll, we'll get into the 24-7 mock draft, what ESPN has said. Uh, I've got some USA Today as well. Sorry, Billy. 
So, here we go. Pick number 27 can be very interesting here. You've got an aging quarterback in Drew Brees. You have depth needs on the defense. You have a needed tight end. We've said it over the last few weeks that Lamar Jackson is a potential lock at that pick. I love Lamar Jackson for a ton of reasons. And a lot of people are going to harp, oh, well, you know, he's just an athletic guy that throws the football. He wasn't very accurate in college. Well, how about this? Josh Allen, some scouts prepare, they compare their numbers. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, similar accuracy problems in college. But yet Josh Allen is being mentioned as a top 10 pick, whereas Lamar Jackson has, uh, before the combine, was a second, third round guy in some, in guys, some uh, mock drafts. It's crazy. It's crazy for multiple reasons. And a lot of you, a lot of the readers out here, um, you're going you're gonna to know this name very well. Played in the division, and that's Michael Vick. That's what you get in Lamar Jackson. You get a Michael Vick-type quarterback to go along with potentially the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Drew Brees. Uh, two to three years that he could learn from him, be able to he'd have a structured uh, locker rooms, which I don't see any problems. There are no red flags for me with Lamar Jackson. Uh, he gets a chance to learn this offense, and oh, by the way, you can't say he ran a college system. Louisville ran a very pro-friendly system, unlike the other quarterbacks in this draft that will have to come in and learn a whole new offense. Now, two to three years with Drew Brees, with Sean Payton, Michael Thomas, and Boom and Zoom. So you potentially have a Boom, Zoom, and Vroom trio in the making. I love that pick. Uh, Todd McShay over at ESPN actually mentioned that as well. Uh, and of course, you guys know I love Dallas Goddard. So that's coming from ESPN and, and their thoughts on it. Uh, it's Like I said, we mentioned that a few weeks ago. Um, so it's, it's nice to see that that pick's actually getting ran by some of uh, the other analysts out there. Lamar Jackson at pick number 27. Another one you want to keep an eye out right now is Ronnie Harrison. All SEC safety out of Alabama. Had a great combo. Uh, combine, sorry. Great combine. Uh, and what he does, A, he provides you depth, is which, which we've mentioned here. We need depth, especially in the secondary. What he also brings you is versatility. Ronnie Harrison is a guy that can play High and low. And when I say he can play high and low in the defense, I mean that he can play in coverage. So he can play way off the line of scrimmage, can play in coverage, has the ability to make those big plays. And when I say he's playing low, that's down with the linebackers. He can shed blocks. He can help support the run defense. You don't get a lot of those guys in the draft, especially uh, with his caliber. Coming in at 6'3", 215, uh, would be an absolute workhorse for that defense for many years to come. Again, now he's going to, and he's going to make Von Bell as well as Marcus Williams better. So again, that's Ronnie Harris to look out for the safety out of Alabama. Uh, the next name I keep seeing on here, we're going to get to Baker Mayfield. Everyone loves Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think it would be a great pick. Report came out today that the Saints have scheduled a private workout for Baker Mayfield. So the love affair between Sean Payton and Baker is clearly not over yet. Before everyone gets excited, let's put some things into perspective here. A lot of these mock drafts have Baker going between anywhere from as high as 5 down to 11. 
The Saints currently hold the 27th pick. The Saints do not have a second round pick. In order to make that, you're going to have to make some sort of sacrifice as far as a player and a draft pick to maybe potentially get up there to land Baker Mayfield. Do I say, is, is it out of the question? Absolutely not. There's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Yes, there is. But it's a long shot. And so but we've seen crazier things happen in this league. You guys know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But Baker Mayfield is still well worth in, in, in reach. Now, it's going to take a lot to get him. So you guys know that. Don't get your hopes up on Baker. Uh, I would kind of lean more towards Lamar Jackson. Yes, uh, Roland Pierre, draft Jackson, learn from Breeze, 100%. That would be the plan right there. Two to three, two to three years. Yes, absolutely, Lamar Jackson. First time we mentioned Lamar Jackson a few weeks ago, you guys were not on board. So it looks like you guys are starting to warm up to this idea of bringing him in. He's not taking Drew Breeze's job right out the gate. So let's make that clear. He's coming in two to three years. Once Breeze is ready to retire, he's ready to come in and go. Uh, Matthew Brown, O-line. Yes, they will draft O-linemen. Uh, you could probably find some mid-rounder guys. And again, this is all contingent on the next couple of weeks with free agency leading up to the draft. Uh, so O-line will be uh, addressed. So no worries there. So uh, Joel Lopez, Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield. Do not hate that at all. Uh, Ryan Outlaw, Lamar Jackson, the heir of Breeze. I like it. So Lamar Jackson uh, is starting to become a fan favorite with Who That Nation, and I fully support this move right here. So moving on to the next one, you know we've we've talked about the tight end position, and you, we've we've talked about Dallas Goddard out of South Dakota State. You guys, you know that he's my draft crush. I don't know if he's going to be there in the third round when they have an opportunity to draft if they if they go elsewhere. Um, he, I think he's going to be gone before we even have a shot to be uh, to select him. But another guy you want to look at out of Penn State who had a phenomenal combine, and that's Mike Jacecki. Uh Out of Penn State, this guy is an athletic freak. Coming in at 6'5", nearly 250 pounds, ran a 4'5", 40. Uh, for what the Saints are looking for in a tight end, if you want a pass-catching tight end, this is your guy. Again, Mike Jacecki out of Penn State, uh, Real cool story about him really quickly. Come out of high, coming out of high school, he was a prep star in basketball and volleyball. So that's where he gets his ability to go up and just get the ball. I mean, he can. the guy can fly. Uh, would, give, would give defenses absolutely nightmares. Now, the downfall to drafting someone like him, he's not a great run blocker. He's not. And, and so that's another way that you'd have to look at. So if you wanted someone that could do both, you want to look at Mark Andrews from Oklahoma. Uh, he's going to be more of a balanced guy. Uh, but, again, let's wait and see. A lot can happen here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, there's no doubt about that. So there's our rundown right there. It is time to fire those questions off, and let's go. You can ask anything about NFL free agency, Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, Allen Robinson, and any potential draft picks. Let's fire them off. Here we go. Jordan Stoner, what round do you see Luke Falk going? Uh, I think Luke Falk, as far as quarterback prospect, didn't really help himself in this in the combine. Uh, going in, he was probably a third or fourth rounder. He still may be a third or, uh, third or fourth rounder. Uh, just with, had had inaccurate throws. So 
I don't know if that's even an option on the table for the Saints right now. Good question, though. So if you like if you like Taysom Hill, you'll love Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. And you've seen you've seen Taysom Hill, what he means to this team. I mean, the guy covers punts. Name another quarterback in this league that would go out there and cover punts. So uh, Tyron, the honey badger uh, from Deontay Patterson. Haven't really heard anything new about him. Uh, if the Cardinals decide to cut him, they would take a $9 million penalty in, ca- in dead cap space. So it's a big penalty to cut him. But with a new coach, new defensive scheme out there, uh, things could get a little dicey. He could be a guy that hits the open market. Um, so we'll, we'll wait and see on the Honey Badger. The thing is, uh, with the Honey Badger, he's uh, tiring. He's more of a hybrid guy. You know, some some folks use him as a safety. He could play corner. Um, so he brings a lot to a defense. So we'll wait and see on that. Uh, Andrew Pixon, Arden Key. I think he's out, to be honest with you. Um, did I don't, I don't think he had that great of a combine. I thought the guys like Harold Landry uh, and Bradley Chubb they really separated themselves in the pack as far as the from as far as defensive ends and edge guys. Uh, Arden Key, you, you guys know, especially LSU fans, you know that he's he's got some red flags. Left the team unexpectedly, just out of the blue, came back overweight, less productive. So uh, I, I I think with Arden, I, I think you stay away from him. You stay away from him at this point. So, yeah, Martin, <laughs> Martelli Anthony says uh, Honey Badger could come here and play safety. And that's a great point. Uh, the, the Saints love to run a three-safety set, so he would be a great hybrid player to that defense to go along with uh, Marcus Williams and Von Bell. Uh, let's see. There isn't a quarterback in this year's draft that's worth the first-round pick at 27th at all. I'm going to disagree with you there. Uh, Lamar Jackson would be an absolute steal at 27. Uh, talk to some NFL scouts out there. They after this combine, they list Lamar Jackson as their number two quarterback on the big board. Number two, that's not Baker Mayfield, that's not Josh Rhodes, that's not Sam Darnold, that's not Josh Allen. That's Lamar Jackson that's in the top two. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, and other teams, they're they're gonna have to warm up to that idea. So Honey Badger's too small. He's he's a tweener. Yeah, he like you said, Taron Jackson. He's he's a he's a he's a tweener. Uh, again, can play that safety corner role. More, more likely, he's a specialty type player you know, in, in a nickel defense. So, uh, as far as what about linebacker and defensive end from Kelly? Uh, linebackers available potentially at that at that spot. Uh, Leighton Van Vander Esch from Boise State, big athletic guy. We talked about him last week. Six four two fifty. There are going to be some other teams that are going to be all over him early in the first round, potentially. I don't know if he's going to drop out of the second round. If he's there in the third round, I mean, that's a no-brainer right there. So uh, I see another death boot down with down with Jackson. Yes, absolutely. I'm with you, my man. Uh, the Penn State tight end that we talked about is uh, Mike Jacecki, big athletic guy. Uh, he'd bring another dimension to the passing game for the Saints. But again, we've got a great running game. So we need somebody that's going to be able to block too. So well, that's why I'm a little little unsettled about Jimmy Graham. We'll, we'll see. So they're going to have options there. Uh, but as far as Jaseski, he's definitely going to be gone before uh, if, if he comes back around the second or third round. Again, we don't have that second round pick. So um, next question we've got here. Uh, you got it, buddy. Everyone's starting to agree. Lamar is trash. Kenneth, 
I need a better statement to that. You can't just say a statement and not back it up. Tell us, tell who that nation why Lamar is trash. He's a Heisman winning quarterback. Heisman winning quarterbacks aren't trash. Let's get that correct here. This is a gentleman that could come in and literally be Michael Vick 2.0. So Jackson doesn't fit with Peyton's offense. I beg to differ there, Ken Rosenberg. Ebron. Eric Ebron. So trade rumors are out there on him right now. Uh, the tight end from uh, Detroit. Uh, I would stay away. He was taken way too early in, in his draft. I think he was taken at number 10, actually. Hasn't lived up to the hype. Um, there are better tight ends in the draft this year that I think that would be worth taking and even exploring a trade with the Lions in that. Um, Malik Jefferson of Texas. Uh, that's a great question, too. Uh, he's going to be a depth guy, I think. I don't know if he, he'll be there. Again, with, with the Saints not having a second-round pick, that really, throws a, that really throws a wrench in things. So you have to nail that first-round pick. Um, or you have to make some moves. Maybe you trade down to the second round. Uh, but it's it's going to be it's going to be a little dicey there going from from pick 27 all the way to the third round. So we'll see we'll see who he's there. Obviously would fill a need on defense. Uh, great player out of Texas. So uh, thanks for that question there. Do you think the Saints will draft an LSU player? Ah, uh, if you're if you're referring to Arden Key, that answer would be no. Um, will we keep Kamara? And Ingram on the team asked Connie Hampton for the foreseeable future. Boom and Zoom is not going anywhere. The only way Boom and Zoom's going right now is straight to Super Bowl 53. We're taking that bus all the way to Atlanta. If you're jumping on board, let's roll. Uh, Richard Sherman, not. I, I don't see a need for Sherman on this team. Um, other teams out there are, are bigger. I think there are bigger NFL teams that are going to be able to pay him what he wants. Uh, He's a great player. I, I just don't see him fitting in with the Saints, though. That's a great question, though. So Christian Kirk or Mason Rudolph? Uh, Christian Kirk is apparently getting some really good... <laughs> He's the next OBJ. You know, you guys are familiar with Odell Beckham being LSU fans. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be there for us, to be honest with you. He's a great receiver. Um, Mason Rudolph, not a huge fan of him. Um, but potential guy that you could find in the second, third round. Uh so great question there, Bobby. I appreciate that. Christian Kirk's going to be a baller in this league, though, for sure. Um, and so, so we should we should be champs. Uh, Ryan Outlaw says we should be champs last year if it wasn't some some stupid work of the devil. Minnesota should burn. <laughs> well, sometimes you win some, you lose some. But uh, I feel really confident that the window is still open for the Saints. Uh, two, like I said, two to three years. I I, I really do think we can make. A big run. I think next year we can make a run. Uh, I would love to go to Atlanta, take over our rival city, and bring home the Lombardi Trophy. So why is everyone still talking about Tyron Matthew when the Saints signed Kurt Coleman, asked Quan. Uh, he's a big name, and he's an LSU star. Uh, but yeah, that's probably gone out the way right now with the Kurt Coleman signing. Um Actually, they're going to use Kurt Coleman a lot like they, like teams could potentially use uh, the Honey Badger in a three-safety set um, with Von Bell and Marcus Marcus Williams. Uh, let's see. Deshaun Nash, Curtis Trash. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. He, he's he been in this league for a little bit now, just signed a three-year deal. He's gonna he's a veteran. He's going to be able to teach these guys uh, a lot, and we don't have to worry about him being on a rival over at the Panthers as well. So 
Um, he joined a winning team. We all know that. So uh, Jamal Terry says, wide receiver you got to go with is Ridley. He's the best in the draft, and I, I would agree 100%. Uh, I don't know if Calvin Ridley is going to be there at 27. If he is, though, oh, my goodness, imagine uh, imagine Drew Brees to Calvin Ridley. Oh, man, that that that's just – I can't even – I don't even have words to describe the excitement there. Uh, let's see. So we've got – what do we think about Kurt Coleman? We just hit on Kurt Coleman. Uh, I think he's a great vet player. I think he is going uh, to be a good depth player. They'll use him in certain packages on defense. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, Marcus Williams and Von Bell, they're your, they're your starters next year, no question. So, yeah, absolutely. T.J. Vincent Jr. says uh, not having a second pick kills us. Uh, it's it's tough. It's it's going to be tough. And so if you want to get back in that into that second round, as I've mentioned, trading that first pick uh, at 27, maybe trading down is an option. Um, but as far it's going to be tough to get back into that. So uh, Deborah Jones says Jimmy Graham and who that nation. That's the only colors he looks good in. Agree. One hundred percent. Uh, so that's going to be our last question right now. Before we head out, I want to send our best to owner Tom Benson. As you guys saw earlier this week, still in the hospital. Um, just want to send out some well wishes to him and his family and to a speedy recovery. And we just thank you so much, uh, Mr. Benson, for everything that you've done for this organization and the city. Uh, we, we really do appreciate it. And so get well soon, Mr. Benson. Uh, other than that, folks, time is up. Thank you again for joining in Who That Nation Live here on 24-7 Sports. Remember, go over to the Saints on 24-7 Sports Facebook page. Hit that like button. Sign up for that newsletter. Be ready to roll. Free agency begins next week. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Take care.